BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It has happened. Hello and welcome back to the Jet Press Podcast. My name is Justin Freed and I'm joined as always by my man, Mike Luciano. Mike, Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the New York Jets. It has happened. It's over. The saga is done. Give me your live reaction right now. Go. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. I win. How about that? (laughs) After all of those quarterbacks, God knows how many, Bryce Petty, Josh McCown, Zach Wilson, Mike White, Joe Flacco. We could even roll it back even farther and go to early Geno Smith before he was good. After all of that, it ends with Aaron Rodgers on the New York Jets. We're going to dive in, but first, let's just get the housekeeping out of the way. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you go get your podcast, you can find us there. You can also go find us on YouTube at the Jet Press. Make sure you subscribe because that way you can get notified. Get that little bell icon whenever we go live for occasions like this when Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, still an elite quarterback, gets traded to the New York Jets in a deal that... For all of the posturing that both Jets fans and Packers fans are putting on about who's going to get the better deal and we have leverage and we could say it now, the leverage moratorium is broken. The deal (laughs) I thought was fairly equitable for both sides. So Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Jets along with the number 15 pick. So number 15 and number 13 are swapping. Packers move up two spots. Jets move down two spots. The Jets also get a fifth-round pick. One of the two second-round picks that we thought might go to Green Bay did go to Green Bay, number 42 overall. Number 207 overall, sixth-round pick, is also going to Green Bay. The big thing is the conditional 2024 second-round pick that will become a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays in 2023, which I imagine he will, barring an act of God. This is deal 
for as much angst as there was for both of these sides, but is this going to get done? Where's he going to go? Fairly equitable, fairly fair. The Packers get the potential to add two first round picks for a 39 year old quarterback. That's owed a ton of money. Two first round picks is a pretty good deal. I would say for green Bay, there's a lot of ways you could spend that. The jets probably don't care about giving up that second first round pick. Cause that's probably going to be in the late twenties. And who cares about being in the late twenties? If Aaron Rodgers takes the freaking jets to the AFC championship game. Meanwhile, they don't give up their first round pick. They move down slightly. It's two spots. Let's let's calm down here for a second. And they get some extra late picks left. So you're not just completely clearing out the cupboard. I love this deal. But more importantly, Justin, more importantly, I love the fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to play football for American dollars with the New York Jets. Who would have thought this was possible? I muted my mic. I was so excited. I muted my mic. Not me. <laughs> Not me, man. I guess M does that. Didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I Jets fans deserve this. Like, I think more than anything, like this franchise, this organization, you just ran through all of the quarterbacks that, that the Jets are not even all of them. Honestly, probably half of them that the Jets have been through over the last decade. You left out guys like Matt Sims, like Christian Hackenberg, like Taj Boyd, like I just all of the quarterbacks that this organization has run through, has has tried and, and failed, they deserve this, man. Like the, the Jets fan base deserves this. This has been a, a miserable organization. Let's call a spade a spade. This has been a miserable organization for the better part of the last decade, if not the entirety of that decade aside from 2015. Jets fans deserve this. Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I don't, I don't want to get into I don't even care about the specifics right now. I don't even care about oh, what the, you know, the, the potential red flags. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is an obvious future Hall of Famer, and he is going to be a quarterback for the New York Jets in 2023. That alone should have Jets fans excited. The Jets are leg- legitimate Super Bowl contenders, as we've been saying for a while, if they got Aaron Rodgers, which, you know, it, it seemed like it was a formality and, and obviously it was going to happen. And in some ways, in that respect, maybe it feels a little anticlimactic because it's something we already knew was going to happen. But the fact that it's finally finalized, it's finally happened. I'm so happy. I was so happy I muted my mic at the beginning of this. I'm so happy, dude. In terms of the fairness of the trade, I agree. I think that both sides kind of got a little bit of what they wanted. Uh, The Jets were refusing to just straight up give up pick 13. They didn't do that. They ended up swapping 13 and 15. Uh, The Jets wanted some kind of conditions tied to that 2024 pick. They did. They didn't give up a straight up 2024 first round pick. They have conditions tied to it. From the Packers perspective, they wanted those conditions, if they were to be tied to that 2024 pick, to not be necessarily – team uh, oriented or, or individual oriented. It's not based on Rogers stats. It's not based on hey, if the Jets win the Super Bowl, they get a first. It's if Rogers plays the majority of the year, they're getting a first round pick. That's that's a pretty good condition for the Green Bay Packers. They're likely to get a first round pick from this deal. And on top of that, the Jets were pushing hard for 2025 pick protection in the case that Aaron Rodgers doesn't play more than one year. They didn't get that. The Packers got their way with that. So I think both teams essentially get their way to an extent. It's a compromise, which is what we expected all along. And if you go back to January, we were saying on this very show, as were others, that it was likely going to be a tw- or a, a, a 2023 second round pick, which it was, 
and a future conditional pick. Obviously, you swap 13 and 15 as well, but more or less, it's the deal we've been talking about for months now. And it took them until a few days before the draft to get it done, but it finally happened. I'm so glad as well, not only as a fan, but as someone who literally does this stuff for a living, that they did this trade before the draft because, oh my God, if, if we were going into Thursday and Friday and they still hadn't done the trade, I was oh. going to be so mad. I was going to be so mad. So I'm really happy that they got the trade done before the draft. And yeah, man, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. It's, it's incredible. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. And Joshua Kerr in chat is thrilled that this happened. As Joshua Kerr points out, I imagine the only happier days in my life that I'll have are my wedding and the birth of my child, maybe. Now, maybe. All right, I hope birth of your child is at least number one and wedding's probably going to be number two. This is a firm contender for number three. I mean, this is up there because I've had my my doubts about Aaron Rodgers. I've had my annoyances with Aaron Rodgers. Like that can all peel off. They might return later. Who knows how this season's gonna go? I don't even want to look that far down the road. Let's just celebrate. Let's just enjoy the fact that Aaron Rodgers, who looked at all the teams out there who needed quarterbacks, and there were plenty, there still are plenty, and he said, Get me the Jets. That is where I want to go. That is a watershed moment. Who, how many other players of this ilk, forget quarter, any position, are going to end have done that recently? And Aaron Rodgers does it. I mean, because I think he saw what a lot of the optimistic Jets fans are also seeing, which is that this team has the pieces today to compete. Young team, the offensive line, all right, not amazing. That's a thing you can rework. That's a thing you can you can figure out how to upgrade. They got good backs. They got good receivers, stack defense, coaching staff that everybody seems to like, GM that is held in high regard and well-respected and just pulled off an incredibly complicated trade with a lot of moving parts and a lot of money being exchanged. This is a fantastic day. Let's We can get into griping about some of the conditions on the pick later. That that is a that is for way down the road. Let's just celebrate. Play what's that song? Was it Rare Earth? I just want to celebrate. I think made that song. Sure. Or or just you know celebrate. Isn't that cool in the gang? Celebrate. Isn't that cool in the gang? Yeah. Yeah, You know, just just play that. You know, I mean, as royalty free version. Walking on sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, we're not gonna we're not blind to the potential red flags of this deal. Obviously, we've talked about them many times in the past. The potential red flags of trading for Aaron Rodgers. That's not the point of what we're doing right now. This is a live reaction. This is a live celebration. We are happy that Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the Jets. I love Brees Hall on Twitter. If you saw, he said his knee's feeling a lot healthier now. Wonder why. They both uh, Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner both changed their profile picks to a picture of Aaron Rodgers in his Cal uniform because, of course, he has announced or it has been reported that he's going to be wearing number eight. He's not going to be wearing number 12, so Joe Namath's number 12 stays retired. He's going back to the number he wore at Cal, which is number eight. Cool. You want to order your 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 Aaron Rodgers jerseys? You want to pre-order them? Go for it right now because he's wearing number eight. You could just tell how excited. Like we saw this months ago when when Aaron Rodgers, or a month ago, whatever it's been now, when Rodgers officially said that he wants to play for the New York Jets, when he had made his intentions clear. You could tell how much this means to the players in the locker room. But now that it's officially official, it is finalized. It's happening. There are no more questions. It is happening. You just see the 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 jubilation from the guys in that locker room. Big word. Uh, Brees Hall tweeting about it. Sauce Gardner tweeting about it. Garrett Wilson tweeting about it. These dudes 
they grew up watching Aaron Rodgers. Some of them might have grown up idolizing Aaron Rodgers, see Zach Wilson, right? Now they share a locker room with this guy. They're going to go to war with this guy, and they're going to try and win a goddamn championship with this dude. I, I, I want to comment on two things really quickly because I'm seeing a couple questions in the chat about restructuring the contract. According to Tom Pelissero, they are he is going to sign a revised contract that's going to make sure that Green Bay isn't burdened with a bajillion dollar cap hit. So I'd imagine he's not going to saddle the Jets with a bajillion dollar cap hit as part mm-hmm. of this. I'm assuming that that was part of maybe that's what took so long was just tinkering things around and figuring out the language of how to get this done without just sinking other teams cap i'd buy that here's another good way to frame the trade because as we a lot of people in chat are saying to number eight obviously was elijah moore's number elijah moore gets traded to the browns in comes aaron Rodgers. i feel like sometimes people like draft picks are important but the idea of trading draft picks especially like first and second round sets off alarm bells if before even the draft order was really finalized and we got further along in the process if you said the Jets are going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're going to give up Elijah Moore instead of a second-round pick and all these other – I feel like that would have been less reactionary. That's essentially what they did. They got that second-rounder for Elijah Moore. It was right next to the original one, and they flipped it for Aaron Rodgers. That's essentially what they did. That I feel like if that was how it was framed originally, people would be saying, oh, what a great job of being a GM by Joe Douglas. And that's how I'm choosing to view it. I think this is one of Joe Douglas's – best moves as a general man, not uh, one of his best. We got Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying in terms of just getting the jets enough of an asset with not without sending too much in return. I thought he did a fantastic job in this deal and he did it in a way that the jets still have some flexibility. They can add pieces. They're obviously going to bring in some impact players in the draft class. The jets are, are not done. I don't think this is not the end of the jets off season. Finally, they got the biggest, chess piece the biggest puzzle piece into the equation but i don't think this is the end i think that aaron Rodgers is probably going to coax a couple extra people to come to the jets which means hey more depth for the jets that's good yeah i I think you said that best there it's not this is not the end of the jets offseason if anything this is the beginning of the jets offseason we've been talking about (laughs) (laughs) you had to do it man it was the end it's the beginning like oh man i got a zinger ready oh yeah (laughs) But I, I genuinely mean that. I, I, we've been saying this for weeks and months. This Jets offseason has been moving in slow freaking motion. And it's because this deal has been waiting in the wings to get done since March, since February. Like, that's how long – these teams have been talking since January. And it's it's the end of April right now. And we're finally just talking about how this deal was done. So I, I really think that the Jets have a lot more moves in them. Uh, the Connor McGovern move, obviously, I feel like – maybe has some, you know, has some ties to this where they're like, all right, we're getting our quarterback. Now let's get a center. Like we don't even need to talk all about the Conor McGovern trade or the Conor McGovern resigning, but I think that that's maybe part of it. Uh, but absolutely like the, the Jets off season is far from over. I know I've seen a lot of people talking about how this off season's kind of been a disappointment to this point and it's been lukewarm and it's like, none of it's going to matter if Aaron Rodgers works out. None of it's going to matter. None of the none of what they gave up is going to matter if Aaron Rodgers works out. I know you're talking about this, you know, this being the the, the one of the best deals that Aaron that Joe Douglas has made. I'll tell you this: this is the deal that will define his legacy as a general manager in the NFL. It, when people think of Joe Douglas, they're either going to think of him being a good general manager, a successful general manager because of the trade for Aaron Rodgers, 
or they're going to think of him being as a failure because the Aaron Rodgers trade didn't work out. Regardless of what happens, this trade will define his legacy. It'll define this current regime's legacy because it's going to define Robert Sala as well. This entire current core of the Jets, obviously Aaron Rodgers, you don't expect him to be here for five, six years, but it's the regime, you know, this is their last chance. So this is either works and they're, they're kept around for hopefully a new era, maybe after Aaron Rodgers, or it doesn't work and they're gone. So either way, this is going to define Joe Douglas's legacy. It's going to define Robert Sala's legacy. In many ways, it could even define Woody Johnson's legacy because clearly this is a Woody Johnson move. It's it's a Woody Johnson-oriented decision. Uh, so I'm very interested to see how it plays out, obviously, but I think we can sit here right now and confidently say the Jets are Super Bowl contenders. The Jets are contenders to win the AFC East in 2023. You take that shot. You know, that uh, the, that 2023 second round pick you gave up, the 2024 conditional second round pick, those aren't shots you could take where you can make the team a, a potential Super Bowl contender. The players you take at those spots aren't going to make you Super Bowl contenders. Aaron Rodgers does. We'll see if it works out, but they are contenders and that's what matters. Now, the Jets, by the way, too, good, good on Joe Douglas, because not every general manager honestly would have the stones to gamble with their legacy to that degree. So even if the Jet, like there are some general managers, like, if same team, same everything. Is John Idzik doing this move? Is Mike Tannenbaum mm-hmm. doing this move? No. John Idzik wouldn't even trade any of his picks. <laughs> like, he, he wouldn't even do that. He wouldn't even do the Elijah Moore deal. He'd give up no there, so no way. But uh, so all of this hinges on Rodgers taking the Jets deep into the playoffs, prob- possibly to the championship. Where do they stand? I think the Jets right now are probably in the conversation for the third or fourth best team in the AFC, which doesn't sound like as much of a ringing endorsement as some might expect, but just given all the great quarterbacks in the AFC, you're going to have to go through a freaking gauntlet. And you certainly weren't getting there with Zach Wilson, and you certainly aren't getting there with Ryan Tannehill, which I've heard discussed as the the, the backup if this fell through. You You just weren't doing it. Now, Kansas City, you know what? tier all their own until somebody knocks them off Patrick Mahomes you just the Super Bowl is going to go through Kansas City the AFC is going to go through Kansas City you have to go worry about them they're number one until proven otherwise I think Cincinnati one to 53 is better than the Jets right now plus with Joe Burrow being Joe Burrow and getting better and better I think they're a firm number two after that really up for debate as you mentioned before, Buffalo is probably number three, but they are certainly not invincible. And whenever they get to the playoffs, it seems like all their cracks and their weaknesses really start to show. Baltimore, all right, Lamar Jackson probably coming back, but that's still a very flawed roster around Lamar Jackson. Can't get him any receivers. Save the life of him. Jacksonville, I think, is going to benefit from an easy division. I think Trevor Lawrence is amazing. I don't think that they're there yet. They might be in a year or two, but I don't think for 2023. Aaron Rodgers, I think, gives you a playoff floor with this Jets team. And I would not be surprised one bit if there was an AFC Championship game appearance, which for a team that hasn't even made the playoffs in 12 friggin' years, which is now the longest drought in American professional major professional sports after the Kings made the playoffs this year. Shout out Sacramento Kings. Shout out yeah. Sacramento. But now that you put us in the in the uh in the in the crossfire for that team. If Aaron Rodgers does it, he will be king of New York. Look at what Jalen Brunson's doing right now where they haven't even won a playoff series. He will be the king of New York City if this happens, the way that Jets think it'll happen. Yeah, nothing touches, nothing touches winning in New York. 
If Aaron Rodgers finds success in New York, he will be revered forever. More revered, arguably, than he is in Green Bay, especially ever, you know, given how he only essentially, I mean, I don't want to say only, but he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and they only win one championship in Green Bay. So if Aaron Rodgers can find success with the Jets, if he can lead them to even a championship game, let alone, you know, the Super Bowl, right, he's going to be revered here. I'll say this, too. I, I think it's an undisputable fact or an indisputable fact at this point. The AFC East is the best division of football. I don't think you can argue that. I, I, the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins, and even the Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to hover around 500 this year, or at least around that point, right? And they still have a good coach. Th- that top three is is no other division is touching that. Uh, and it sucks. Obviously, I'd rather be, I'd rather the Jets be in the NFC South or something like that, right? Like, I think we can all agree with that. Damn geography. Right. right, I know, right? Well, even even still, you got like the Colts in the AFC, AFC South. Doesn't make any sense, but I digress. Uh, I, I think the AFC East is, is clearly the best division in football. I, we know we talk about how stacked the AFC is in general. Uh, even saying the Jets are third or fourth best team in the AFC, that's arguably a top – that's probably a top five team in the NFL if, if we're making that statement. Obviously, we'll see what happens. There's there's a degree of, of – I don't know. There's, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't, want to, I don't know what the Jets' floor is this year, right? Like, I, we don't got to talk about that. Like, if Aaron Rodgers bottoms out. But – their ceiling is a Super Bowl. Like that's that's for sure. Their ceiling is a Super Bowl. Their ceiling, their ceiling, their ceiling is winning the Super Bowl, not just being there. Their ceiling is winning the Super Bowl because once you get to the playoffs, once you get to that point, and you throw in the fact that you have an elite quarterback, you can beat any team. Any team can win it. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers because Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than every single quarterback in the NFL, maybe ever, right? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is still a great quarterback who can absolutely beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. And that's what you need. That's what the Jets wanted to do. They wanted to compete this year. They didn't want to just make the playoffs. They didn't want to just contend. They wanted to legitimately compete for a Super Bowl. They can do that now with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing some tweets being a little apprehensive from Jets fans even. Of course. They gave know. up too much. It's like if there's a time and place or for a franchise to be gung-ho about getting a guy like like. If if you they didn't get him now, like when are they ever gonna make a move like this? This this is what you gotta do, man. Like I would rather even even let's just say I know we're thinking happy thoughts. Let's just say some sort of nightmare scenario happens. At least you freaking went out on the on your shield and you went out guns blazing with Aaron Rodgers making a big move. I can respect that a thousand times more than John Idzik Horton picks. This is the way that a franchise. I, I hesitate to use this. This is the way that. If you have an average football team, which is what the Jets were last year, they were mid record wise in a lot of different ways. Let's just call it what it is. And you want to improve quickly. This is the stuff you got to do. Don't just keep running it back. Don't just keep hoarding picks. Don't just keep uh, trusting internal development's good, but don't just do that to just not sign free agents and suppress salaries and all that. Go and get a difference maker. It's not easy, but they it, you, it's doable. And the Jets did it. And that's amazing because they never do things like this. I'll tell you who's also happy that this trade happened now. NFL schedule makers. Like oh, they are my God. Yeah, the primetime games. Yes. The Jets have not played on Sunday Night Football since 2012, I think, right? It's been over over 10 years since the Jets have played on Sunday Night Football. That's changing this year. I don't have any. No more week 14 Thursday nights against AFC South teams. Yep. <laughs> yep. Give, give me, I don't want to. I don't necessarily want this because I'd have to work Thanksgiving then. But give me the Packers or not the Packers. Give me the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, right? I think that's totally a possibility. Obviously, the Jets are already playing in the, in the Hall of Fame game to start the uh, the preseason. I could see four or five uh, prime time games on the Jets schedule. 
for sure. At, honestly, at a, at a, like I think five is a maximum you can have. I think the Jets are going to be approaching Chiefs territory with how many primetime games they have this year. Not to mention they're probably going to be on hard knocks. I think we could pretty solid, like we could pretty safely say that they are going to be on hard knocks now. And oh my god, is that going to be entertaining? Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I, it's, <laughs> Just it's, don't it's, ask Aaron Rodgers who he's voting for. <laughs> there, there will be some interesting Rogers quotes. We'll see what they air. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they air. But yeah, man, I, I know schedule makers are happy. This, this is again, this is everything the Jets, like Jets fans, have wanted for a long time. They're going to be the talk of the NFL this year, maybe for better or worse. We'll see. But they're not going to be boring. They're not going to be second. You know, the 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 little brother to the Giants. That's gone. Like that's not going to happen. They're going to be one of the most high-profile teams in the NFL this year. This is going to be the most high-profile the Jets have been since those Rex Ryan days. That's Jets fans have wanted a competitive team. They've wanted a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. They've wanted to not be overlooked. That's not happening anymore. They're not going to be overlooked. They will be the talk of the NFL. Hopefully it uh, hopefully it leads to wins. That's, that's all we can hope. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. See here. That's the other thing you brought up too. Like, if there's, it, imagine if Aaron Rodgers trade doesn't happen or didn't happen, <laughs> and the Jets trust their defense and they get like a Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo guy, and they sign maybe a receiver slightly better than Miko Hardman, in addition to Lazard, and then they went, all right, we're running it back. Is that not the most milk toast attempt to win a division title ever? Like, you, th- this team needed a system shock. They need to show the league that it's not. I know we hear same old Jets a lot. If there's some tomfoolery that happens and it's same old Jets, that then that just the fates have decreed it. This is a move that shows you know what we're not going to penny pinch. We're not going to so- go into these ridiculous harebrained ideas of how to build the team. We are making the biggest offseason acquisition. Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. That is a major profile shift for the Jets in yep. a way that I can't really remember. Like, 
how many other teams very quickly went from dregs of the league like a couple years ago and then kaboom? Probably the, the Bucks is the beat that comes to mind. Tampa, Tampa Kansas yeah, City. No. And you know what? It worked. It did. It, the the post Tim Tebow era, it made when they got Peyton Manning, it worked for Denver. Now, I don't know if it'll work for Aaron Rodgers. I think it will. I don't want to make any declarations, but I can't imagine. I know Jets fans have this weird masochistic streak, and they love some of them. The oh, this miserable team, like but they know all oh, the pain, bro. And I get it. I, I, I get, it's fair. Like if you've been yeah, like, yeah, but it, like you can't. I, I'm not going to listen to them today. I can't find a way oh, to look at this trade and view it in a negative light. That's just bad for your health. You got to be out in the streets singing kumbaya and zippity doo and all kinds of stuff. This is a terrific day for the Jets. It is. The, the minute that that, the second that that trade went through and I saw the tweet, first of all, I, I immediately was like, because I, I got the tweet notification from Schefter and I immediately, I was like, okay. Like, or for a sec, I was like, is this really Adam Schefter? My initial thought was that because with, 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 with the Elon thing, I honestly exactly. thought that it was like somebody hacked him. I'm not so even I, kidding. I, I saw it. I clicked his profile and I'm like, okay, this is Schefter. And then I went back and it took a couple seconds for it to actually process that it happened, but it didn't, it, like it fully processed once my phone just started blowing up by people messaging me. Jets fans are excited and they should be excited. You're absolutely right. There's a time and place for for actual crit- criticism and being like, you know, being down on the Jets, right? They're, they have done so many things over the last decade that warrant that. Now is not that time. Now is not that time. Let's celebrate. Let's be happy. I want to talk about other potential ramifications maybe from this deal, right? I think one of the first things that I thought of as well when I was looking at the, the trade compensation was, huh, no players involved. No Corey Davis. No Corey Davis. I have been thinking since January that he was going to be involved in this trade. Uh, even even after reports have come out in the last few weeks or months or whatever it's been that saying, no, the Jets might keep Corey Davis. He's not going to be part of that part of that deal. I still didn't believe it. I was like, he's probably still going to be uh, a part of that trade. First of all, yeah, let's 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 call out that comment there from Eileen on on YouTube. She says, I've been a fan for 54 years. I will not listen to any negativity or same old Jets crap. I'm excited. You should be excited, Eileen. That Celebrate. is the way. We are with you, Eileen. That is the way Celebrate. to behave. This is a great Monday. Celebrate your Monday. This is an amazing day for the Jets. It's an amazing day for Jets fans. Um, but yeah, I, I Corey Davis, not part of that deal. Now, the Jets are going to have to make some financial moves. This is why I was kind of saying like the offseason kind of begins now because they're not going to be able to fit Aaron Rodgers' salary. It's not going to be a huge cap hit, but they're not going to be able to fit it with what they currently have. Um, so maybe they still end up releasing Corey Davis. Maybe we see them announce the restructure for CJ Mosley. Maybe they extend or restructure or rework Carl Lawson's deal. Obviously, they just re-signed Conor McGovern, so that's going to eat into whatever remaining cap space they have. Um, I think I saw, I don't know if it's set in stone, but the number that I've been working with for a while has been uh, 15-something million would be what Rogers' cap hit would be if he was traded. Now, they can rework the deal. They might find ways to lower that deal or that lower that cap it. Either way, they're not going to be able to currently fit him on the roster and sign their draft picks and make any other moves. So other moves are coming. Maybe they end up releasing Corey Davis. He wasn't part of the trade. Maybe they wait until after the draft. I don't know. But other other moves are definitely coming. And I thought that was an interesting thing to note. I think it would definitely be Corey Davis. Like uh, For as much as I think the guy kind of got a raw deal and – Kind of got put in a bad role. Like, you know, he was a number two receiver in Tennessee, and then you bring him to New York and expect him to be a number one receiver. I mean, th- this is the cost of doing business, man. He can't keep everybody, and I think that's he just has to go for, for Aaron Rodgers. I also think for the draft, this presents a couple 
interesting opportunities for the Jets, both one of which involves a trade, one in which doesn't. Because at 15, I think even before this deal got finalized, it was looking like it's going to be an offensive tackle. Now, we've gone in about you know the validity of that, even though they're probably not going to start day one because of Dwayne Brown and Mekhi Beckton on either side. Looking at this, I feel like now there's just more of a commitment after we signed McGovern to like, let's just keep this old man upright for as much as possible. So I still, I think now they can still get one of their best guys at 15, even though new England at 14 might take alignment. They really didn't move down. They didn't go down to like 30 at this point. Mm-hmm. However, if the jets are operating as if they're a super bowl contender and they go, well, we don't have any super pressing needs. I mean, the offensive line could get better. We could use more defensive line depth, but it's not like we're 30th or 31st or 32nd in the league in anything. Why don't we just trade down to somewhere in like the mid twenties, early twenties, and then recoup some of the Aaron Rodgers trade package and maybe like a mid round pick. I think that because not only is that restock your, your draft pick cupboards, because right now they only have, I think we talked for the show, like what, five picks, yep, just so, five. That's it. Just five. So maybe you end up moving to get six or seven. That That's a good way for Joe Douglas. Who's apparently an amazing drafter. If, you're, I think he's an ama- not amazing. I think he's a very good drafter and knocked out of the park last year. That's the way I think that he could go about getting secondary pieces to help Aaron Rodgers out would be a nice trade down. And they're in a good position for that now. That's definitely my biggest draft takeaway from this is that I strongly believe the Jets are going to trade down, whether it's in the first round or second round. I think they're going to trade down with one of those picks because they now pick at 15, 43, and then they don't have another pick until 112. And then that's it. They have 112, 143, 170. So they have one pick in round four, two picks in round five, and then those top two, you know, top 50 picks. That's it. I think given the way that the the Jets roster is constructed right now and that they still have some pieces, some some holes to plug, the best way to, to plug holes for cheap is the draft. When you're tight against the cap, you'll see that with a team like the Rams. They're going to draft a bunch this year. They're going to draft so many players because they literally just need to fill out their roster. Uh, I don't think the Jets are in as dire of a situation as the Rams, but they're going to be in a similar situation in the sense that I think that they want to fill as many of those holes as possible, whether they're starting roles or not, with potential guys on on rookie deals. Uh, and so I think that that's likely – I think we're likely to see them potentially trade down. Uh, maybe it's in the first round. I do think now being at 15, you're less likely to get a guy like Paris Johnson, who is my favorite target. I'm not sure he gets out of the top 10, and I don't think they're going to they move up for him. I don't think they're going to trade up at this point because they don't really I mean, have I saw a rumor Arizona wants him at three. I mean, I think that dream is well and truly dead. Right, yeah. And so he's been my favorite part target for a while, but I definitely don't think they're, they have the luxury of trading up at this point. Uh, and, you know, maybe someone like Peter Skaronsky is there at 15. Maybe. Apparently the Jets do see him as a tackle, according to Dane Brugler of The Athletic. So that's an interesting note. If they want to bring in Skaronsky, they can play him at tackle. They can even move him. Brugler even mentioned they could potentially play him at center. Uh, obviously, now with Connor McGovern, not necessarily as big of a need, but he has that versatility, as does Paris Johnson, that maybe someone like Broderick Jones doesn't. Uh, maybe, I mean, we'll talk about this more on Wednesday when we get into our full like draft special. Uh, but maybe someone like Darnell Wright is absolutely in play for the Jets now because if they move down in that first, if they move down at all from 15, they move into like the early 20s, Darnell Wright might still be there. And that's somebody who can step in as an immediate plug and play right tackle. You can have Makai Becton and Dwayne Brown compete at left tackle. I'd be all for that. But I definitely think trading down makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's going to be really interesting doing like Jets mock drafts for these last like few days and seeing what they do. I wish they made this move earlier because I have so many ideas of like different scenarios they can explore. And now we've got like a few days to do it. 
Uh, but it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see the fallout from this. Well, here's one good piece. Good piece of fallout sounds like an oxymoron because fallout oftentimes can mean things that aren't great. But here's a good takeaway or something that Jets fans, when they put their head on their pillow tonight, can dream about and just say, you know what? It's good to be a Jets fan. Aaron Rodgers. Let's just, all right. He took a step back. Be quiet. Still an above average quarterback. Well above average. Still capable of winning a championship with the right pieces around him. He's now in an environment that's more conducive to getting free agents than Green Bay. More likely, I think, to go to New York than Green Bay. Sorry, Wisconsin. It, weather's a little better here. That's about it. <laughs> but uh, that's not the only thing, rather. Aaron Rodgers came to the New York Jets. Like, Think about it. It, it sounds like something that would be like an Onion article. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers the Jets. Ha ha. It happened. It happened. And this, this is a glorious day. It may crash and burn at this point. I really don't care. Aaron Rodgers traded to the New York Jets in a move that makes them a Super Bowl contender for the first time in over a decade. I Maybe I'm personalizing it. All of high school, all of college, they did nothing. Not one thing. And now finally, Aaron Rodgers gives them a chance to finally hoist that Lombardi trophy for the second time in franchise history. Justin, I'm thrilled. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. It's from Zach Wilson to Sam Darnold to to you know Geno Smith to Josh McCown to Christian Ryan Hackenberg, Christian Hackenberg to Ev- Bryce Petty, all these guys, right? It's all led us to Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, a future Hall of Famer, is the quarterback of the New York Jets in the year 2023. It's going to be an exciting year. It promises to be. Anything but boring, I'll tell you that. Uh, and I'm thrilled. I am. I cannot wait for this season. Genuinely, I, I probably not. Like, I, it's kind of setting in now. I can't remember, remember the last time I was this excited about a Jets season. I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I cannot remember the last time. Over 10 years. At least, yeah. Rex Ryan era. Yeah. Tw- honestly, 2016, I was pretty excited because I was like, oh, man, look what they did in 2015. See, but, I didn't even with that because it, I just had that, like, same old Jets mentality of, like, because yeah. it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm like, all right, something's got to go wrong. There's no yeah, way. And, and the whole, like, Fitz saga dragged out, too. And that, honestly, yeah. that's the last, like, QB saga that has yeah. dragged out. And now we was that there. Was that the year Geno Smith got punched or was that the year before that? Uh, yeah, that was 2016. That was 2016. Yeah, I, so think then- was, I think it was 2016. Oh, no, no, that was the year. He, no, that was the year he tore the ACL, 2015. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 2016 is when he tore the ACL. But now we could now we can finally erase those thoughts and just think about Aaron Rodgers. Yes, wearing Jets green. Now, Absolutely. if you want to hear analysis of the Jets season, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your podcast. And you can also head over to YouTube at the Jet Press. You get all of our podcasts there. You get all of our YouTube shorts there. You get our whole back catalog of prospect interviews that Justin has been doing with guys like Brandy Kipper and Jarek Bernard Converse. I believe Kobe Turner from Wake Forest is up there now. We got a fully jam-packed, loaded content platter smorgasbord for you over there. Justin, you will have the final word after Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets, finally. It's I, I love hearing you say that, man. I love it. I love hearing you say that. Yeah, absolutely. Everything Mike just said, check us out on YouTube. Check out that stuff. We'll be back on Wednesday, uh, probably doing some big draft special, maybe some mock draft, maybe some big board, whatever. We're going to be talking everything draft in just a couple of days time. 
Uh, but thank you all for joining us on this impromptu Monday show today. You can follow Mike on Twitter at by Mike Luciano. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin T. Freed. Follow the Jet Press on Twitter at the Jet Press. You can download the Jet Press podcast wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, all that stuff. Uh, also, yeah, like Mike said, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. We got a bunch of really fun prospect interviews up there and an interview with Thomas Morstead that's up. Uh, you guys know what to do. Check that all out. We stream live normally every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you all for listening to the Jet Press podcast. Aaron Rodgers of New York Jet. And I've been Justin Freed. That's been Mike Luciano. We'll see you guys next time. We will discuss some more Aaron Rodgers Jets content. That it just feels great to say. See you guys on Wednesday. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.